0: My friends, badass human beings, here's to doing something for you. And you did that by dialing here right now. So let's take a moment to celebrate that. It's your friend, Megan Miller, founder of the Intentional Living Method, TEDx and global speaker, international bestselling author, who above all of the titles and the things I've, I've struggled my entire life with the self-talk, where I fit into the world, the addiction to the hustle and outside validation and after having a breakdown to breakthrough, I'm sharing with you the power of intention and the micro steps that we make in these micro moments and micro decisions with a person that you've never been taught how to talk to yourself and the beautiful ripple impact that it has in your life and it changes how you show up in the boardroom, how you read the emails and how you show up at home and it takes you from having a life where you're existing and trying to make it through the day to a life that you really want to be a part of. And you can create that for yourself. Welcome to putting attention to intention. My friends, welcome, 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 welcome to this week's episode. You know, it's so funny. As I put myself on video here, if you're not watching us on YouTube, I thought to myself, could I ever shower for you once? Could I put a lick of makeup on? You know, you know. I gotta tell you though, I think that's the beauty in in, in aging. You stop giving a fuck, uh, and there's something so freeing about that. And I I don't care where you are in the uh, numerical order of life, if you will. But I'm here to tell you, my friends, that the older that you get, the better that it gets. I was just in a room with a bunch of badass women this week, and and I was just saying, you know, I am so looking forward to welcoming forty. It'll be here in, in a few short months, and man, that goalpost is one that I can't wait to get to. My twenties, I really questioned myself. I still struggle with that, but not to the same degree. Thirties, um, it was really all about the life check marks, and forty, man, I feel like it's you just coming into your own. So here is still wasn't what doesn't get enough airtime, and that is just the beauty, the life wisdom that comes as you go through this journey in life and aging baby cheers to it uh, if you have not listened to our tedx talk or if you really love our our community here i would love for you to share our tedx talk it's 15 minutes of what you and i really unpack here every week this addiction to being busy the exhaustion as a status symbol the refreshing the feeds and the emails on the way to the grocery store and how you can just get lost in all of it. And at some point you think, how the fuck did my life get here? And you don't know how to get out and you're exhausted and you're living just to make it through the day. And I share these three keys that it took me a hell of a long time to learn after I had my own mental breakdown alongside 76. And eight years, it really took me to unpack these three simple keys that had this beautiful ripple impact in my life and brought me here, and I want to give the same to you. So please listen to that. I'm going to link it in the show notes. If you have a family member or someone on your team, even if you want to share it with your team, I think it would be really great, a great way to get to know each other human first, man. So please check it out below. What are we going to talk about this week, my friends? What are we going to talk about? Well, first, I got to give a shout out to these beautiful women that I just spent some time with in Connecticut. I, I am still on a high. This is 48 hours later, and I'm still smiling like the Cheshire cat. And I'm still thinking about the energy in that room. I was fortunate enough to do one of my favorite things, be elbow to elbow. Isn't there something so great about that? Like you can bitch and moan about not wanting to see the people hand raised. Michael and I just did this yesterday. We got invited to a neighbor party. And I said to Michael, I'm one of those people. I'm an introvert, extrovert meets introvert. And I I need that alone time to recharge my battery. And I said to him, well, we have beautiful neighbors. They're great people. This is no reflection on them. I said, I don't want to go. I just want to be in this house on the couch, not talking to anyone. So we we looked at each other. We're like, we have to go and say hi. It's the neighborly thing to do. And they're really, they're really nice people. So we went over. We had the best time. We had the best time. And isn't that so true almost all the time? Almost all of the time. You can bitch and moan about having to go to the networking event. You can bitch and moan about having to go to the trade show, about having to do the work trip, about having to see the friends for dinner, about having the people over. And you hate it and you complain and you're like, let's cancel. Let's think of an excuse. I don't want to do it. I don't want to see people. And on the other end of it, you think, damn, did I need that? Here is to the power and elbow to elbow mask down human first conversation. And I had just that outside of the neighbor party, which was great. But with these women in leadership event with Cigna, my people, if you are one of those women that were in that room, God, I love you. I love you. You know, there's just something so great about. Women truly supporting women, women being each other's hype humans to say, I see you. I got you. And hey, I've been there. And here's how I did it. You know, when I was coming up through the ranks, man, we didn't talk about shit. You covered that up. You masked up. You told yourself you got it. You didn't lean on people because that was a sign of weakness. And so you buckled down and you just got through regardless of how exhausted, how overwhelmed, how stressed you felt, you did it. And I think there's something so beautiful that I think was one of the gifts of COVID is this vulnerability that has become more accepted, that has written us this permission slip to put down this mask and say, hey, here's what I'm struggling with. Here is what I need help with. And it's not easy, man. We love to put a hashtag around it. Like it's real easy. Hashtag vulnerability is strength. It's not. It's uncomfortable. You're going to hate it and you're going to question yourself. But there's something so great about when you do it, especially real women like you and I. So in in the morning, this was a two day event. And in the morning, I was having breakfast with two of these really beautiful humans Masked down, human first, you know, here it is like 8.15 and we're spilling our soul to each other. Another thing I love about these sort of events. And in the conversation, it came up about how we find strength, how we find strength. Especially when you're feeling lost and you're sort of feeling like you're just overwhelmed by it all. And I shared my spiritual connection and how that has been such a game changer for me in continuing to show up and do the things when I question myself, which, by the way, just happened just yesterday. I had this whole feeling of feeling overwhelmed thinking, can I do this? And you know what helped me? I did a little five-minute guided meditation with my man, Wayne Dwyer, this beautiful spiritual teacher. And it really helped reframe some of the narrative that I I was telling myself. So, you know, this morning... I was thinking to myself, what am I going to share with you? What am I going to share with you this week? I don't really know if I have anything. And downstairs, moving my body for a quick 20 minutes. Doesn't need to be a whole big, long thing, my friend. 20 minutes. And boom, it came to me. It came to me. Actually, as I was downstairs, I moved a pad of paper and a pen in our little workout space so that these ideas that when they come to me, I can write them down. Because did you know you forget 80% of what you think and hear in a day if you don't write it down? You do, my friend. There is a little power and pen to paper. So I had this whole moment that that is then what I want to share with you. I want to share the power of my own, my own spiritual journey. May you find something in it that resonates with you. And may it gives you the strength to push through the fear and the bullshit when you're questioning yourself and when you're feeling lost. Here's what I want you to know. We all question ourselves. You are not alone. This digital world, this screen-heavy world, it can make you feel like you're doing it alone, that you're the only one that doesn't have it figured out. How I've felt like that for a long time, I still do. I still do. I still will look on the social feeds and think, Uh, everyone's ahead of me. What am I doing? I don't have it figured out. We need to create more narrative and conversations around just the mental fuckery that happens in this digital world. So I want you to know, wherever you are, you're not alone. We all question ourselves. I am a documentary junkie. Junkie. If there's a documentary, that you have watched, please email it to me. I'm going to put my email on the show notes or DM me on Instagram or LinkedIn. I would love, 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 love to uh, hear what documentaries you're watching and what they've meant to you. I just think there's something so powerful in hearing somebody's story because here's the thing, my friend. We are all so much more alike than we are different, aren't we? And so there are two documentaries that I just recently watched back to back. These two powerhouse women in entertainment. Anyone ever hear of J-Lo? Okay. And the other one I just watched the other night. So, so J-Lo has, I think it's called Half or something on, on on. is it Netflix? And then, and that's really good. That's really good. It's all about like her, her halftime uh, appearance with Shakira. But it tells more than that. It tells her story. And then the one I just watched last night. While my man was catching some Z's on the on the couch, I thought, well, let me take over the remote control, and I put on a little Taylor Swift. And he, and 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 I gotta tell you, I'm a converted Swiftie after watching that documentary. What's it called, like Miss Americana or something on Netflix? Oh, it is so good. But here's the thing: J Lo, Taylor Swift, these amazing, badass women, front and center, leading in the entertainment industry, have said in these documentaries. I have questioned myself this entire fucking time. I have felt alone. I have become addicted to the validation from the outside world, from the appeasing, from the getting the people to like me. It has become almost like an addiction. And when you build your identity off that, when one person says one thing, it can bring you to your knees. And I thought that is so true. And I flashed through my own journey and I flashed to Back to this power of spirituality. Spirituality in a way that feels right to you can be a beautiful gift in helping you continue to show up when you question yourself, when you feel like the world is swallowing you whole, when you feel lost and you wonder, I don't know what to do. Spirituality will speak to you, my friend, and give you the faith, to keep carrying through. Now, here's the thing: if you were like me just a few years ago, spirituality made me very uncomfortable. I didn't even like to talk about God, universe, divine, any of it. If you've heard me talk about this before, I grew up going to church with my grandmother, who is very strict, very rigid. Um not a ball of uh, love and cuddliness. I can tell you that there's a. It's pretty prickly with this one. And you would have you sat there in church, and you had to look at, you. Well, you had to look the part. You had to look the part. I sat there. I never felt a connection to it. I remember, and I can go there. Matter of fact, as I was sharing this with you, I just went there in my mind. I remember, always having to wear the dress and little patent leather shoes and sit there, and I, I couldn't talk, couldn't, couldn't, couldn't be who I wanted to be is really what I want to say. And um, I would count the wood ceiling tiles. And that is what I thought about church. And so I ran, I ran from it for a long time, not even realizing how many times in my journey I needed that spiritual connection. And it wasn't until within the last two years, so when I was 38, in desperation, really. Isn't it funny how when you are a Desperate brand, you will try shit that you never thought you would. Desperation has a beautiful gift of opening you up. And it it's when I was thinking about starting this business. And I... Well, actually, no. Let me backtrack. This was way before I started thinking about this business. This was when I... Knew I was meant for more. I was getting the accolades from my job. It was paying the bills. It was my identity, my entire life, and I didn't know where to turn. I didn't know who to talk to. I didn't know who would feel me seen. If that makes sense. Is that even a word feel me seen? If not, uh, who, who would who would see me and and who would feel like like who could I share with and trust with and have this vulnerability? And that's where the spiritual connection. Grew up. And here's what I want you to know, my friend. When you feel a connection with something higher than yourself, you jump differently. Jump differently. The conversations you tell yourself begin to change. What you look for begins to find you. Well, actually, it always has been there, but you allow yourself to see it. For instance, I was just telling this story to some of these women in this room this week. I become very intentional on when I think of someone to send them a message to say, hey, I was just thinking of you, wanted to reach out. And I will tell you there nine times out of 10, that message always hits someone right when they need it. That's just an example. That is one example of leaning in to the spiritual connection to your intuition. I heard this once and I love this. Intuition is your soul talking to you. So when you have that little voice that says to send the email, that says to like the thing, that says to drop the text, that says whatever it is, to say X in the meaning, and you listen to it, that, my friend, is a form of spiritual connection. There's no right way or wrong way to think of spirituality. You know, so I want to unpack this for you in something tangible, Because, you know, hey, that's what we like to do. What does this tangibly look like? So I want to share with you some things that I've done to increase my spiritual connection. And what I want you to do is I want you to just take what feels right and leave behind the rest. Because here is the thing and hear me loud and clear. No one can script out for you what will work for your life but you. Getting to know you, this air quote self-care, it comes from the inside. It's you getting curious enough with yourself to hear those inner whispers to say to do the thing, try the thing, and take action on it, and may this spur this. When outside forces try to tell you what to do, be you want to achieve, and you try to do it, and it doesn't feel right, that's not self-care. That's not helping you, right? Real self-care comes from the inside. Real growth, that comes from the inside. That's listening to yourself. So I want you to just take what feels right off some of these examples and leave behind the rest. So what did I do? Um you know, one let's let's define it spirituality in this context is whatever it means to you. God, universe, divine, it is something some connection, it is a connection that you have with something higher than yourself. That's it. Number 2. I found space to get curious, to get curious on what I needed. So this doesn't need to be another thing on your big checklist of things to do. Here's what I here's what I mean by this. I was just talking to a woman this week at the event, and she was just talking about how her life she has felt is behind the screens and she's running and running and running and doesn't even have time to eat. And I was like, oh, my God, don't I know that to be true? And we had did this micro step commitment challenge. And she said that her micro step commitment was to take her dog for a 10 minute walk during the day, but with no headphones in no phone in hand, just 10 minutes, her and the dog and the gravel and to be present that my friend, that's a form of a spiritual connection. So for me, a couple of things that I've done is creating the silence. We just talked about how to do that for me. I really love to do it in the morning. Grab my cup of coffee. This is after I walk the dog. I take my vitamins. I uh, do my things. But I love to just take a moment of silence. I light a candle. I sit there for a second and I see what comes to me. For me, I, I feel most of a connection in the morning. But it, the, you can create silence whenever you need to or whenever you can. So whether it's taking the kids to the drop-off I, I, at school, driving back in silence, whether that is just sitting, in, hell, even if you got to lock yourself in the bathroom, my friend, for five minutes, that's a space to get silent. Okay, so whatever works for you, creating just a little space in silence, that is how in your intuition, God, divine universe speaks to you. And might it be uncomfortable? Oh, hell yeah. Well, but you got to just sit there and you got to hear it, my friend. I've also really gotten into guided meditations. I was telling a friend, I don't know what episode it was, but a couple episodes back, I had talked about how I really put parameters, bumper lanes in my um, digital uh connections in the morning. So like for instance, at some point in my morning routine, after I had my moment of silence, I did my little prayer, I set my intention for the day. I asked myself those four questions that we've talked about before. How am I feeling today and why? What's one act of kindness I can do? One small thing that'll bring me towards my goals or one drawer of my life that I'm feeling a little depleted. Um and what is uh, three, three things I'm grateful for? Oh God, I got to totally just blank on that. Three things I'm grateful for, right? How am I feeling today? One act of kindness. What is one thing I can do for me to inch me towards my goals? Or, you know, one drawer of my life that I'm feeling a little depleted. And then what are three things I'm grateful for? And when I would do that, after I would get done with that, I would open up the social feeds and I would start on Instagram and I would start on LinkedIn and I would Connect with the community and respond to DMs and comments. And I did not realize how much it was fucking with me during the day to think that I'm not doing enough. I'm not being enough. I'm not getting enough done. And it wasn't until I took that time and I replaced it with a little five minute, 10 minute guided meditation did I start to feel so much lighter. So guided meditations, my friend, are a beautiful way to start and you can do them in three minutes, you can do them in five minutes, you can do them in ten minutes, whenever you can do it. If you feel like at three o'clock you're really slipping, it's taking the five minutes, the ten minutes, and sitting outside with a guided meditation. For me, I love Wayne Dyer's um, meditations. So I will just Google Wayne Dyer. It could be um, uh, energy meditation. It could be uh, remove anxious thoughts. I just said that the other day. It could be that I just want peace and calm, whatever you're looking for. I just Google it. And the first one I go to that's within the time that I have. It's not very complicated. So you can even just Google guided meditations for X, whatever you want, whether that's more energy uh, calmness you want abundance. you want to feel centered. whatever you want use your friend Google and it I guarantee it'll pop right. Up. don't discredit the power and guided meditations. And then finally what you read it was over the pandemic that I and God doesn't that feel like forever ago. Hey, if your mind works like mine, everything was either five minutes or five years ago. There's nothing in between. So over the pandemic, I got back into reading at night. As a kid, reading was something that I always loved. Here's to getting curious, back to what you loved as a kid. And life has sort of taken from you as you've gotten busier and air quote adulthood. And I realized that I hadn't read a book in a very long time. So I started reading before bed. And oh, my God, my friends, the phone goes in the bathroom. I grab that book and I've slept better. I have woken up with more energy and the last five minutes of your bedtime is such a beautiful thing. So whether that's doing a reading, whether that's writing down three wins from the day, whether that's whether that's the time that you find your silence. You know, I had a girlfriend of mine tell me, this was a while ago, Tammy uh, Mastroboni, look back in our episodes, we had her on, oh my God, amazing. And she was telling me after our podcast conversations, she said, Meg, enough with the reading and the journaling and the da, 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 all the things that you do. I want you to just take a moment at night as you're laying in bed, just even 60 seconds. And I want you to just sit in the silence and see what comes up. That's a form of spiritual connection, my friend. So for me, some of the readings that I want to share with you that have been really helpful in my journey. Again, Wayne Dyer, D-Y-E-R, Wishes Fulfilled. Oh my God, it was so good. It was a gift from a girlfriend. I've also read Power of Intention, Spiritual Solution to Every Problem. It is a book I'm on now. Wayne Dyer, check him out. Really great, great content. Gabby Bernstein, Universe Has Your Back. It was also a book I read. Uh, and Arthur Brooks, has a great book out. Uh, it's called Strength to Strength. And what that book is, my friends, is it's really all about in the back end of your career, how do you use your intellectual property to get into this next phase of of what you're meant to do in this world? And he beautifully weaves in science with achievement, addiction with spirituality. So if that's intriguing to you, I highly recommend that book. My friends, here's to curiosity, here's to connection, here is to allowing yourself the space and the silence to connect with something higher than you in a way that feels right to you. Because as someone who has started to really do this several years ago, here's what I want you to know, it's going to unlock this beautiful energy It's going to change what you retract. It's going to change how you show up. And it's going to give you this different lens to see what's around you. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Whether you joined us on YouTube or whether you listen to us and pop the earbuds in. Thank you. It's one of the most important things that you can do for you. Investing in yourself and the content that you surround yourself is a beautiful first step in that. If this message today, if this episode spoke to you, please share it with your tribe. I think tribe text chains on podcasts that elevate us or content that elevates us a beautiful gift to give to each other. If you can comment, if you can rate the podcast, it does help in sharing our community. Until next time, my friend, carry on with intention.